What's up, guys? This is Trevor with the Trevor Talks podcast, and we are super excited to have a special guest on the show today. This guy, I'm just, I'm just thrilled to have him on the show. We're going to be speaking with Roger Coles. He's a graphic designer, a leader, a branding expert. He's worked with Uversion. He does so much in the creative field, and I'm excited for you guys to get to hear his voice. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is Roger Coles. How are you doing, my man? Hey, I'm doing well, man. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be a part of the Trevor Talks podcast and uh, hopefully I'll add some value to your audience today. Dude, I already know you are. And (laughs) we were just talking, you didn't, you went to school to be a pastor. Yes. You're a creative designer, you're a graphic designer, you're a branding expert. You, you do it all. Like that wasn't, that was not your intentions at all. It just kind of happened. Yeah. That was not the plan. Yeah. And, uh, and even becoming a pastor that, that wasn't really part of the plan either. When I mm. first went to Liberty university, I was a sport management major. And then while I was there, God really shook me up, got a hold of mm. my heart and, and I felt called to ministry. So I changed my major. Thankfully I was able to still graduate on time. And, uh, yeah, so I graduated with a degree in religion, came back home, started working in my home church. And my youth pastor at the time was like, hey, we need some registrations designed. And so he showed me a few things in Photoshop, the few things that he did know. And uh, and I was like, oh, this is this is cool. I think I could dig this. And then just kind of went from there. You know, then all of a sudden we need a MySpace page. And I was like, oh, you can actually do some coding and HTML. And so I learned a little <laughs> bit of that. So, and then started building websites, you know, got the web, got the MySpace thing. Flash websites were really big at the time. So I started building flash websites. And, uh, so kind of got my, my beak wet in both graphic and web design just through serving at the church. And, uh, and design's been great because it's been a tool for me to use in ministry and help other people Mm. communicate their heart. So it's been a blessing for me. Dude, that's awesome. And I want to start off with your story. I think it's super crucial for people to know like who Roger Coles was versus who he is now. Like, how did you get started in all this? You mentioned you went to Liberty. Um, Where did this start for you? Yeah, I would say, you know, design, like I said, when I was a youth pastor is when all that stuff started with registrations and uh, and just kind of learning the tools of the trade. And then over time, my wife and I were musicians. And so we, we would travel and do workshops for other people. And so of course, then we're creating our own websites to help communicate our own message. And then a buddy of mine who, his name's Matt Brown. And uh, I work as the lead creative with his ministry, Think Eternity right now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and man, we're just, we're seeing so many people come to Christ just through the website. He's an incredible author and uh, evangelist. And um, so he kind of started to connect me with other people. He started to see my work. He liked my work and connected me with a guy in Minnesota who had a website design agency. And he he hired me on, taught me a lot of stuff along the way. And then from there, I kind of branched out on my own all along, kind of helping churches and other evangelists along the way. So, yeah, I mean, that's kind of how I got started. People ask me all the time, how, how did this begin for you? And, and they're interested in getting started you know, on their own journey as well. And I just say, usually, I mean, I didn't really plan this, you know, sometimes it's just helping the people around you and seeing, and something will all of a sudden just connect and you go, Mm. wow, I think this is the next right step for me. Dude, that's amazing. So you started off there. God's been using you in such amazing ways. Like I mentioned earlier, you worked with Uversion. How did those connections happen for you? 
Yeah. The beauty of social media again, right? Right. Uh, <laughs> that was completely a Twitter connection. And it was, you know, someone from Uversion that was looking for some help. And um, again, a buddy of mine, Matt Brown, he said, hey, did you see this tweet? And I said, oh, I'll, I didn't see it, but I'll message him back and see where it goes. And so I messaged him back and he asked for a few samples of my work. He liked it and he said, hey, man, we'd love to like contract you to do some work. And that ended up being, you know, a couple of years of, of doing work for them. And then uh, a few back and forth here and there will they'll hire me for seasons to kind of help get them over a hump. So it's been great. The guys from Uversion are amazing. They're brilliant. They're innovative and they're wonderful to work with. So that's been a, a huge blessing, something I never would have expected to be on my resume, but it was just one of those like providential things that God brought my way. Dude, that's so awesome. And so many influencers and just people with social media accounts are always looking for ways to whether they're improving what they're putting out, improving their content, um, or maybe even they want to start right now. Like, mind you, the people that are listening to this podcast, we are in the middle of a pandemic right now or at the right. tail end of it. Uh, COVID-19 is 2020. It's um, It's been a very interesting season for everyone. So we've got a whole lot more time on our plates right Right now, for that person that wants to improve their content, wants to learn a little bit more about branding or even making their own graphics for their social media pages, where should they start in 2020? Yeah, great question. Um, You know, for me, I didn't go to school for this stuff. So everything that I've learned has been self-taught or learning from other people, friends of mine. And YouTube was huge for me, to be honest. I would start to go, man, I really wish that I knew how to make this. And I would Google it and I'd come across a YouTube video. And sure enough, there was a tutorial of some guy showing you how to make a movie poster or something like that. And so that's where I would start is just going, you know, minute by minute through that video. At the time, there was also a website called Creative Live. I think they're still around but they would do workshops and they, you, they had a calendar that you could see, Hey, these are the things that we're going to cover on these days at these times. And, and amazing experts, you know, guys that you never would be able to connect with, but because they offered it for free, if you caught it live, man, I'd set like reminders on my phone. I'd make sure that I caught it live. Cause if you missed it, then you had to pay for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but Behance.net is another one that they're offering like Adobe's linked up and they've got live sessions all the time. <laughs> Can you hear the thunder on my end here? In DC? No, that's awesome. Oh, okay, good. My dynamic <laughs> microphone's working then. Boom. <laughs> um, but that's, an, that's another great resource. And, um, and Canva, canva.com is another good one because not only do they have really good templates that already has font pairings. So if you're not a designer, then you can start there and start to kind of study what makes a design look good. But then they've also got a blog section as well. So you can kind of learn as you go just by reading along in the blog. So, so yeah, I mean, I would just say start where you are, you know, and, and you're going to be able to pick up resources along the way because in the digital age, it's, you know, Google is your teacher at this point. (laughs) Yeah. And like, I've been using Canva for the past few years, but I would say within the past two months, I've been like, okay, I want to get off of that um, mediocre, just using template uh, type designs on Canva. And I want to start learning more. I started, I got the iPad pro and the Apple pencil and started just doing handwritten stuff. Um, One of my messages that the Lord's laid on my heart is for mental health. I've struggled with anxiety and depression, Mm -hmm. uh, panic attacks, 
took my call. Like I would say it didn't take my calling, but it masked me from it for two Mm -hmm. whole years of my life. And, um, so I'm all about being vulnerable now, um, moving through anxiety, moving through depression. And one way for me this year doing that is like, I've been hiding behind these graphics. So Mm -hmm. I got the Apple pencil and started using procreate on the iPad pro and, doing handwritten little, um, notes for people like you matter, you're stronger than your symptoms, just things Mm. that I believe people need to hear because I know for myself, I needed to hear it. Um, for people that are just getting started out, it could be so intimidating to start a brand. I know for me, it was hard, man. Like it took me a while to finally release a piece of content that I was semi proud of. But one thing that I've heard a lot of is your first podcast episode is going to suck. Your first piece of content (laughs) is going to suck. I've never thought that like a content piece might sucked by any means. So that's something I'd like to nip in the butt right off the bat. Right. Um, I just had to start. Like I was, I've always been insecure and very self-cautious of like how I put myself out there. But when God lays it on your heart, you got to do it. Mm. So for, I'm not, I don't, I don't even know if I would consider it influencer work. I don't like the word influencer. I feel like people are, I feel like the word is overused as a term now for people that are making money off of sharing ads on their pages. Hashtag sponsored. Hashtag sponsored. And this episode is sponsored by Roger Coles. Go get his templates off the website, which with me saying that Roger does have templates available on his website, by the way, y'all go support him in that way. They're amazing. If you're starting a podcast, he's got the stuff for you to do. uh, What do you call those? Um, Grids? Yeah. Carousel grids. How do you make those? Where did, where did that even come from? It just kind of snuck up this year. I feel like I had no clue what it was. Yeah. A lot of, I mean, it's been around for a little while ever since they, they added the multiple post feature. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for this year, it really took off. And I think just the trend of educating people. And mm. so that, you know, you'd see one that was a real captivating header and you'd be like, oh, I've got, I've got to know. It was almost became clickbait. I got to know where this leads, you know? So then there'd be four or five other uh, posts in that same single post. And so, yeah, this year it's been used for education. And I just thought, how can I use this to also help podcasters? Because sometimes mm. podcasters, they want to share about an episode Um, but they wanted to put more than just, you know, a clip or a quote. So this gives you options to be able to have a few of those all in one carousel post. So hopefully it's helping people. It is. I recommended it to my friend, Brittany Moses and her Instagram page now is 110% done by your templates. Like (laughs) it's just easy to use. If you scroll through her page, all you see are your templates. And it's amazing because it's so easy to use. Um, God's using her in amazing ways. She's an amazing, she's a global mental health advocate. Mm. Uh, she's in school at UCLA for a clinical psychology degree and she hosts the faith and mental wellness podcast, which is awesome. So she's smart. She is smart, man. (laughs) I was not built for college. Just going to drop that right there. But when, when you started youth pastoring, where did that start for you? Was it like you had this come to Jesus moment or did you just feel like I need to get started in the local church and find something to do with my life? Cause I don't know what to do right now. Yeah. It's, it's funny how that worked because I graduated not having any idea what I was going to do. I knew that God had called me to ministry, but now you've got your diploma and it's like, well, where do I start? So I just came, came back home and I talked to my youth pastor and said, Hey, I've, 
I'm done with college. I really have a heart for students because while I was in college, we would do something called Disciple Now Weekends. Mm-hmm. And so we would travel to different youth groups and we would hang out with them for the whole weekend and we would just break down like fundamentals of your faith, you know, and um, and that became huge because I was like, wow, I really love hanging out with this generation. I really love hanging out with students. And so when I came back home, I told my youth pastor that. And it's funny because he and I disagree about it now. But at the time, I kind of felt like he was blowing me off because he was like, well, you know, really, our young adult ministry needs help. And so he tried to like point me off of the youth path, but it was because he was trying to help out the young adult pastor. And they Mm -hmm. knew that I had led worship while I was at college and picked up a guitar and learned how to play and sing. And so I started doing that with the young adult ministry, which is amazing because that's actually how I met my wife. She heard me sing. And then she said, I want to do a duet with you. She asked Mm -hmm. me if I do one. And so I'm actually thankful now uh, (laughs) that I got pointed to the young adult ministry. So I did that for a couple of years. And then the, uh, there was, there were two youth pastors and associate youth pastor went to be the children's pastor. And then they tapped me and said, Hey, would you be interested in coming on staff? Because I, at that point I had, I had really started to help out in as many areas as I could. And so I prayed about it and, and felt like that was the right next step for me. And so I did it. You know, I mean, that's been the, that's been the story of my life. I would say is there are things that just pop up that I pray about. And one season has led me right into the next. I'm in the midst of a transition right now. And I just trust that God's leading me. You know, this morning, the first thing that popped into my head when I woke up was the word stop gap. And I was like, what the, I mean, I kind of know what that means, but let me look it up. So I got on Google just to check it out to find what it was. And, you know, it's this temporary thing. It's this kind of short term fix. And as you prepare for the next thing, it's like a, a temporary stop as you're on your way to your destination. And I thought, man, what a, what a word for where I'm at right now. I felt like God knew that I really needed that because in, you know, one season has always led me to the next. And then this was just a reminder of that, you know? Mm. So, so wherever someone's starting right now, sometimes it's good to just recognize where did I just come from and what did I learn that's going to help prepare me for this next thing that I'm looking at? Sure, dude. And when it comes down to it, there's so many people that are, using this pandemic for great things, but also there's a lot of time that's been wasted. Our, our, um, economy. I blame Tiger King. (laughs) Dude, did Carol Baskin do it? Uh, you know, I think she did. I didn't watch the whole thing. I watched a couple episodes, but I'm pretty sure she's guilty. (laughs) Did we just turn this into uh, an episode of cereal? What is cereal? (laughs) It's a podcast where they're trying to find out like who the real killer was in this case back in the day. Uh, so f- specifically for Tiger King? No. Okay. No, no. I was like, a, what? A completely different case. Yeah. No, <laughs> like it's a I- journalist trying to investigate <laughs> what really happened, what went down. So <laughs> no, like I finished this season of, um, it's actually the only season for the show. It's called Waco on Netflix. Okay. It's about like the cult that took place in Waco back yeah. in the nineties. I think, yeah. bro, that was, that was deep, man. It was crazy. Like, it almost reminded me of some of the things that were going on. Um, even this past week in the United States, like the black lives matter movement and mm. injustice is like on the spotlight right now. Right. Um, there's people on both sides. It's, it, it's become 
more of a human rights issue than at first it was just like, okay, this is a left and right issue. Nah, like Mm -hmm. there's so much going on in our country right now that some people are just discouraged. Um, With using your platform for good, how would you encourage someone to speak out for something that they're very passionate about? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would say just always be real, always be true to yourself. And, um, you know, that's, we kind of live in a culture where there's YouTube comment trolls. There's, I mean, you get on Twitter, Twitter comments can be just as bad as YouTube comments. So I think there is that fear of, of saying something that's going to cause outrage or that you're going to be criticized for. So I I would just say, like, do what feels right for you and be real and be authentic to who you are and stand up for what you believe in without, without that fear. And, um, and don't feel like you have to do what everybody else is doing either, you know, because Mm. it's easy to see, you know, I'm biracial. People don't, a lot of people have no idea what I am. I can't tell you how many times throughout my life people have walked up to me and said, what are you? Like, literally that's how they ask it. And they'll be strangers. It's not even like people I know or people that I was like hanging out with or my first time meeting them. It was like, I literally would have strangers come up to me and ask me what I was. And so I've gotten everything I've gotten, you know, Asian, Samoan, Egyptian, Spanish, all of it. And, um, but my, my dad's black, my mom is white. So I grew up in a home where these two people of different races were deeply in love and still are deeply in love. Mm -hmm. And we would have get togethers with around holidays and, you know, both sides of the family are there and they're laughing at the same jokes. They're sharing the same meal. And so what I saw growing up was, you know, vastly different than what I'm seeing happen right now where there is so much division. And so, you know, that, that would be my hope is that there would be a way if the whole world could look like my house growing up, (laughs) that would be amazing. But, you know, I, I guess coming back to how, how people should respond, you know, don't, don't respond in a way that you think others want you to respond and take the time to digest this stuff. You know, I'm someone who likes to process as well. Mm. And so I don't, I don't immediately jump to here's what I think about everything because oftentimes I need some time and I've, and I've talked to other friends and seen other friends, um, you know, same kind of thing where it's been weeks of this stuff and they still haven't done anything online because they're like, I am still processing what the heck is going on. And so that's okay. Like take the time that you need to process that stuff and don't feel pressure from others. But then when you do just be real to who you are. Yeah. And in this cancel culture society we live in now, like if you didn't post the black square last Tuesday, people were coming out of the woodwork, like you're racist, you're this, you're that. Um, I love that you speak of like, don't feel pressured to say anything that you wouldn't feel comfortable saying, take the time to um, let God work through you and give you the words to say. Cause I feel like if you're actually listening for the Holy spirit, you're a patient person. Like Mm -hmm. God isn't always going to like give you that instantaneous answer. And like for my life, I pray, um, the second Kings two nine prayer of like just asking God for a double portion of his spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then going into like first Chronicles, the prayer of Jabez is something I've studied heavily because Jabez means pain. Yeah. And, um, his mom named him that. So just imagine walking around your name means pain. Like you're open to bullying. You're open to 
just the elements at that point. You're free range right there. Like, mm. if I knew somebody that his mom named him pain because he was painful to give birth to, like, in my day of not knowing the Lord, I would have grilled him. I would have been yeah. like, you know, that's interesting. So the fact that he had that name and he grew up and God, he just asked God to expand his territory and he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's like, personally, that's a prayer that I pray for every single person listening to this. That's a prayer I pray for you mm-hmm. that God would expand your territory and um, just pray boldly. Like these are real topics. These are real things that are happening right now yeah. and God's going to work through us, but just be patient through it. And I keep looking behind you. It says, unable and then the un is erased in that yeah. so it says able <laughs> and then you have the other one next to it same thing impossible i am is um erased out and it says possible yeah. that's 110 percent amazing like mm-hmm. did you design that by the way no no i came across an artist that i really loved and uh, my wife got me those for christmas a couple years ago yeah dude that's amazing but it's just inspiring me for me to look at like just the visual effect of if you're listening to this and you can't see just imagine an eraser with un taken out of unable where it says able and i am taken out of impossible mm-hmm. without those two words in each or without those two um letters in each word it completely changed it changes everything yeah that's how god can do in our life if we Mm -hmm. have something that's dragging us down he could take that out and we could thrive but we just have to pray for him to do it and just stay intact with him so many people pray in hard moments and they party it up during the good moments yeah but um dude it's 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 an amazing opportunity just to speak with you today to get yeah, to hear I, how God's worked in your life, um, and even encouraging people to move forward with their brands. Like it's an amazing conversation. Yeah, yeah, man. I, and I would just say, you know, to, to circle back on just this final final piece that we've been going back and forth on. It's we should always stand up for what's right, mm. no matter what, and. Um, And so that's why I'm saying, use your voice, use your voice, use your voice. (laughs) Does that make sense? Yeah, 100%. And I think that sometimes there's, you know, sometimes we want to respond. And this is just, all I can do is speak from my experience because I am someone who's going to be more reserved to, to really think through what do I feel about this and why do I feel this way? And that informs what I should say. And, but not everyone is that way. And so be, be true to who you are without the pressure of how others think that you should respond in a moment like this. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Roger Coles. Roger, where can they find you, bro? RogerColes.com. I'm pretty much everywhere online on social media at Roger Coles. Uh, I believe wholeheartedly in virtual real estate. So whenever there's a new social media platform, I jump on. So all the other Roger Coles of the world probably hate me. (laughs) I love it. We all go find him at Roger Coles and rogercoles.com. And uh, we appreciate you coming on, man. Hey, 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 if you've made it this far into the episode, I'm super thankful that you gave me the time a day to listen to this podcast and pour into it. And I just wanted to give you guys some amazing info. If you go to fearisaliar.co and use the code TREVORTALKS, you're going to get 20% off your order. And in return, 20% of that order is going to go to a nonprofit benefiting mental health. So again, go to fearisaliar.co and use the checkout code TREVORTALKS for 20% off. 
You're fearfully and wonderfully made. God looks at your heart, not your gene size. Do you know the verses yet still stress over your body? Oh, I get it. I was raised in church, but I struggled with food, eating disorders, and my body for decades. I'm Heather Creekmore, host of the Compared to You podcast, where we talk about all things body image and comparison from a biblical perspective. We get real about the pressure to focus on appearance in a culture where looks seem to matter most. Whether you're wrestling wrinkles or battling the scale, Compared to Who is the show for you. You'll laugh a little and be encouraged a lot. If you're ready to stop comparing and start living, visit lifeaudio.com to listen and subscribe.